Hey guys, I'm Lindsay. And I'm Nick. And this is Get Busy Flying, a super casual podcast about us both getting our private pilot's licenses. Is this, is that how you say it? Private pilot license. Yeah, so this is how it's going to go. Basically, after every single one of our lessons, we get together as a married couple and chat about our experiences. We hope you like the journey. What a beautiful day to fly today, huh? You done coughing yet? <laughs> yeah, sorry we didn't finish the episode yesterday. Uh, whoops. <laughs> Such is life. Such is life. We got busy. So Nick uh, just got done flying. I flew earlier this morning, and apparently there's something Nick cannot wait to tell me. Oh, it's not that big of a deal. It's, oh. I, it's not a cannot wait thing. I just Tell me, tell me. What is it? I'll tell you later. <laughs> I'll, we'll get to that. Uh-uh. No. What? How, how was your flight today? My flight was amazing. We flew down to... Ramona, it was my first time flying a to a towered airport, which oh. is a whole different animal as far as like, communicating with the tower, which I fucked up, of course. Uh-oh. I'm just not, I'm, I'm barely comprehending what's being said, and with the towered airport, you have to tell them, you have to read it back to them. <laughs> <laughs> you have to tell them what they just told you, and I'm, I, I, I jumbled it pretty good. But. Is it kind of like... Uh how frustrating it is listening through a translator after a UFC fight. <laughs> is it kind of like that? Kind of. Yeah. Uh, I'd rather just fast forward. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I mean, I, I did okay, but I definitely messed up my, my communication and he had to come in and, and fix it. But, um, what was the hard part about it for you or what did you actually mess up on? Uh, just like comprehending what they're saying. Okay. You know, sometimes they say three or four different commands and then you have to read back those commands and it's a sequence of events right so you tell them who you are and what you want and then um they tell you what you're gonna do and then you have to read back what what you're gonna do to them and you have to do it in a certain sequence and i just kind of jumbled it a little bit but um is it multiple runways at that airport no it's, it's a just... tiny little it's a tiny little airport okay. that's got one little tower and one runway at least uh, i i only know of one runway it's a big it's a super wide runway which oh. is pretty cool um when you're coming in it's like you got plenty of wiggle room but we just basically took off from finch valley flew straight there um it's a you know 15 or 20 minute flight to get there so it takes a little bit um when you're 10 miles out or something, you, you let uh, the tower know that you're coming in to land there. And they she basically, he, he prepped me on all this. He let me know, like, we practiced it. But it still is just, it's just different. And, you know, <clears throat> you're out of your element and you're trying to not sound like a dumb fuck. And you end up sounding like a dumb fuck anyways. But anyways, you get 10 miles out and you, you, you contact tower and... Um, and tell them you're coming inbound and they they tell like she basically told me you know come in you're gonna make a left pattern let me know when you're beam the tower so we flew in got to the tower and then i let her know i was at the tower um hey i'm here yeah i'm here <laughs> i'm here and she cleared me to land how many landings did you do there just one just we took one. off we or i'm sorry we landed we got off the runway we taxied back we 
practice the, you know, like, um, what you say to her, like, you know, you get back to the holding area and, and you sit there until you're ready to go. And when you're ready to go, you tell them that you're ready to go. And then she clears you for takeoff. So did you speak to the same person in the air and on the ground? Yeah. Is it they, that small of a tower? So if it's busy, they have a ground and a tower, like separate, yeah. separate stations. So we tuned in the, the second station and prep that she might switch us over to ground, but it was slow. So she okay. just, she said that she was just going to stay with us. Mm, okay. So that there's the potential for the her to pass you off the right. ground if they're busy. But okay. They weren't. There was like two other planes in the area. Cool. Um, I'm so proud of you. Yeah, I kind of fumbled the fumbled the communication a little bit, but it's cool. I'm gonna practice it. Uh, I got the ATC scanner, so I can like listen to. They don't have that. I wanted on the way home. I put on the scanner and I wanted to listen to Ramona because I was you know somewhat familiar with that, but. I don't think they have, the ATC scanner doesn't have Ramona on it. Oh, bummer. So, anyways, whatever. No, next time you'll just have to ask for her phone number and she can put you on speaker. Well, <laughs> she was kind of sexy sounding. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, uh, so what I wanted to tell you was um, there was a couple couple times where he kind of was doing things. And I, I haven't told um, oh, John yet. Like, okay. hey, I don't want you touching shit. Like, I need you to tell me to do it. My plane. Yeah, my plane. You know, so there was a couple times where he like adjusted the throttle or he was adjusting the, the mixture um, while we were up there. Okay. And uh, and I go, hey, man, would you mind just telling me what to do so that I could do it? And like when she when we went into the tower, she said, I dent and I, and he just pushed the I dent button. Oh. And I was like, what did you do that for? You know, like he just did it like he's just automatic. You right. Know? So, uh, and. I didn't even know what the ident button was for oh, or why he pushed that? that button or, you know, whatever. So uh, at that point, that was on the way in. And I told him, hey, man, would you mind letting me do that stuff so that I can practice? And he's like, oh, yeah, sorry. So anyways, fast forward, we're coming back. And uh, I'm flying along. And then all of a sudden, he starts fucking with shit. And I'm like, hey, John, like, let me let me do that. And he's like, my controls, my controls. And I was like, okay, your controls. And, uh, and he's starts messing with the airplane i'm like what's going on he's like uh something's up with the engine and so he's like fucking with the choke and he's i'm um, trying to get the throttle and i look over and we're losing rpms and um and he's messing around and now we're now we're we're out of controlled space so we're now we're back on it's called um northeast san diego so San Diego, um, CTAF is all one huge, um, same radio frequency. So when you're communicating, I guess it's in four quadrants. You, you would say like, um, San, San Diego, Northeast traffic or San okay. Diego, Southeast traffic or whatever. So we were, we were out of the control tower and back into just general traffic air and, um, Anyway, so, yeah, yeah, so the plane started acting fucking weird. We were losing RPMs, so he, you know, pushed in the carb heat, or pulled the carb heat out, and was messing with the throttle, and, and um, was messing with the the mixture. Well, he turned the carb heat on, or he made it cold? No, you turn it on, in case you're having carb icing. Okay. Which, But I then you get less 
out of the RPM, right? But yeah, it wasn't even cold. But yeah, anyway, but, so but that's, that's I guess that's part okay. of you know. So he was just kept messing around <laughs> with things, and he's like, okay, cool. You know, he like turned the plane because he knew there was an airport. Like there's a little airport right near where we were at, so we just turned east so that we had already made you know one of our 90 degree turns and he's still messing around with it and at this point we're trying to climb now and so he got it to where it was running okay and he's like so now we need to decide whether we're gonna try and make it back or are we gonna land shit honey so i was like (laughs) oh "Oh, okay right on so you know talk me through what you're thinking and and he's like well right now it's running you know i think that we're okay he got it kind of running okay it just started like losing RPMs and the motor wasn't running at a hundred percent. And he, he's like, yeah, maybe we lost a cylinder or something or whatever. So he's like, what we're going to do, he decided like, it's still okay to fly. It's, it's flying. Okay. What we're going to do is we're basically going to hop from little airport to little Mm. airport so that at any point we, we have the ability to, if it gets worse to, to go land at one of those airports. So he, he just knew that. And, and what I learned from this is like, you need to know your flight path and know what's, yeah, I'm going to Ramona, but what's in between Ramona and here? If I have an emergency, you know, what are the airports? Cause there was like three other little tiny airports along the way. So basically we, he's like, okay, we're going to continue on. So, um, he gave me the controls back and he's like, let's try and climb as high as we can yeah, so that we have as much glide if something happens. So we went back into a climb and um, basically aimed for the next airport or for the next runway. And we just limped our way all the way back. And when we got, um, you know, there's like a mountain range you got to get over between um, Rainbow and Mm -hmm. French Valley. So we got up higher. uh, So if we went over that mountain range, we could still glide over and and still make it to French Valley. So we climbed to like 6,000 feet, which... It's higher than we should have been flying at, I guess, or isn't where we needed to be. <laughs> Anyways, we made it back over there with no problems. He gave me the controls back, and I flew it, and um, it did start to act up again. It was like when we when, once we leveled out, it was acting up. It was like in the climb, it was okay, but once you like like okay, we're at six thousand feet, we're gonna level out, and you it, it started acting a, just a little weird. It would lose a little bit of power, so made it back it was cool to hear him making radio calls because at that point he's like you just fly the plane i'm gonna make the radio calls." so when we got into french valley he told the traffic like hey we're coming in for um you know on our um we're gonna enter into the pattern but we're entering into the pattern high we're not entering the pattern at normal pattern altitude we're having engine problems and we want to keep uh We want to keep as much altitude as possible. So he let everybody in the area know that we were coming into the pattern high and, you know, you know, let us fucking come in and land basically. And there was somebody in front of us. It was funny. He made like two calls, like we're having engine problems. uh, We're coming in to land and nobody said anything. And then somebody was in front of us and he said it again. And the guy in front of us goes, you want me to abort my landing? Because he was... He was downwind of us on downwind. Okay. And so he uh, he said, do you want me to abort my landing so you guys can cut in front? And, and my instructor said, yeah, if you don't mind. So he cut, he peeled off into like a 316, came around, and we came in, landed, no big deal, uneventful. Does this mean you don't uh, have a plane tomorrow? I don't have a plane now. <laughs> Oh, so, shit. um, it <laughs> got squawked and, you know, they're, they'll, they'll work on it hopefully. And he, he basically said that if 
we don't have the plane tomorrow, we'll do the simulator stuff. Okay. So hopefully they can fix it. Oh, okay. So I'm just really glad that happened to you and not me. It wasn't that big. I mean, you know, we had plenty of outs. We had plenty. I, I'm actually really glad it happened. Like, I'm glad it happened to me when somebody was in the plane with me, you know? Uh, yeah. Because that would have been kind of like, okay, now what do you do? Because, you, you know, we've practiced. Yesterday, I practiced two engine out situations. And uh, one was on takeoff. All of a sudden, he fucking just killed the power on me. I'm like, what are you doing? You know, like we're <laughs> fucking 500 feet off the ground. He's like, what are you going to do? You know, like, wh- what are you going to do? And I was like, uh, fuck. I didn't get to tell you this yesterday, but. Oh, that's right. We didn't talk about yeah, this. Yeah, we didn't finish this. But yeah, he's like, what are you going to do? You know, we had just taken off. We're like five or 600 feet off the ground. And I'm like, uh, land somewhere. And I'm looking around and. I made the wrong decision. I wanted to land in a field that was, if you're under a thousand feet, you're supposed to land basically straight out or 20 or 30 degrees off the runway. Okay. And I, I chose somewhere a little bit further than that. But, um, anyways, he did that to me and then he just, all of a sudden we're flying along doing our thing and he just killed the power on me. Not, he doesn't turn it off, but he like, you know, he pulls, he pulls the power back and it was like, okay, you just lost your engines. What do you do? And, uh. And uh, um, panic, yeah, no, that's I, it. I mean, panic, it was, it was my answer is panic. Well, panic ain't gonna get you anywhere. <laughs> just uh, kidding, okay. So, so, anyways, he did that to me. So, anyways, this was kind of like a more of a real life situation where we were flying along, and all of a sudden, our motor started acting up, and it was like, you know, that, and that, as soon as he, I realized that he wasn't fucking around with me, and he's like, my controls, and he started messing around. I'm like, I wasn't really worried about it. I, I we, we were at we were way up in the sky. We were at probably 4,500 feet. And, uh, I just was like, just talk me through what you're thinking right now. Like, I just want to know what you're Mm -hmm. thinking as you're doing this stuff. Yeah. Let's learn from this. Yeah. So it was cool. I'm glad it happened. You know, luckily, you know, my next thought was, fuck, I'm going to miss my medical. (laughs) (laughs) We got to land out here in rainbow (laughs) or something. How the hell am I going to make it to my medical? Uh, Funny. But um, that was it. Other than that, we we uh, we just flew to Ramona and flew back. So I only had two two landings, um, and both my landings were pretty good. I was pretty happy cool. with them. Right on, dude. Yeah. Was your plan to do sim the simulator today, and then it I got just, booked, or yeah, did well, you think you were flying today? Well, I had the plane booked to fly, but uh-huh. this morning I just sent John a message like, "Hey, Gabe said um, that I'm ready for." you know towered stuff and he recommended i do it in the sim so if we can do the sim cool and he he ended up getting back to me and saying no the sim's tied up we'll have to go fly and like, yeah right. whatever right. so he's gonna try and tie up the sim for tomorrow and we'll practice it because i definitely need practice on the tower stuff i i didn't do very good yeah why that. waste the whole flight out there yeah. and yeah yeah and basically we were like on a short time leash anyway we we had time to fly out there land turn around fly yeah. back and yeah we you were uh, you were in the classroom when i left like you were in yeah. there for quite a while going over stuff which was cool to see yeah all right that's on. it tell me about your flight Ah, so I had an early morning flight with Krista today in a, the new plane. So I've, I've discovered I have a new uh, routine that I inadvertently do, is as soon as I have any sort of breakthrough, I switch planes right away. No, actually, the only way I was going to be able to fly today was to fly in the other 172, which is the one that yesterday Nathan told me, hey, you should try... 702 Echo. You would like that one better. And so I just, just by happenstance, I was booked in it today. So, um, yeah, it was a little bit different. It, I mean, you know, 
I was told that it's a, a trainer plane for people getting their instrument ratings and that... Um, oh, is that why all the instruments are That's why are they're there? all over there. Yeah, they're all on the, the left side. And um, yeah, so whatever. It was a nice plane for sure. It had a lot less or a little bit less pressure on the yoke um, to get it to flare. So that was nice. But yeah, immediately I told Krista how good my lesson went yesterday with Nathan and how I flew all by myself like a big girl. (laughs) And I landed all by myself like a big girl. And then I did everything. And I told her my plan. (laughs) Like my plan today is that I want to practice landings and I want to do them all by myself. And she was like, hell yeah, let's do that. Let's just stay in the pattern the whole time and we'll do that. And I said, but I want you to land this one for the first time because I haven't landed this plane yet. So I'll just, I'll get us to final and then you actually do the landing so that I can kind of feel it. So that the first landing was her. Um, but, uh, um, the one of the things that was different about this plane that I just ugh, fucking irked me was the way that the flaps extend and go up. It was, I don't even know how to describe it or want to describe it, but it took me the whole lesson and a bunch of time on the ground to get used to it. It just like, when you have to turn your attention to your f- flapometer <laughs> switch. <laughs> a flapometer. Yeah, that's, that's the technical term. When you have to like, like, st- stop everything. I'm going to look at the flap switch because I have to do it just right. Like it was, it was weird. Um, I didn't like it. Uh, so that, that alone was reason that I might not fly this plane much in the future and it's more money. But, uh, other than that, everything about it was cool. Enjoyed it. I think I did eight we lost track of landings, honestly. She was trying to keep track of it, but 8 to 10 landings. Uh, I did pretty much all of the radio calls, almost. And um, so they weren't good landings. I'm just going to put that out. <laughs> I'm just going to put that out there. They weren't good landings. I will admit it. Uh, there were a few little... A few little slammers, a few whoop, whoop, uh, 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 popping up kind of landings. Um, I was high almost every time on my approach. And so that kind of uh, messed me up. I would say like 60% of the landings, I was a little bit high. And we were both kind of messing around with, you know, when to cut power and in the pattern and what airspeed to, to have when. Um, and, you know, admittedly, there's, uh, I was just, tr- I was just going by feel and by, by sight, really. And so that's, that was a problem that I was having. And she was giving me a lot of direction in it. And towards the end, you know, the directions got more specific as, as I need, you know, like, no, Like right now you should be at 80 knots. And so we were just, I was just having trouble with that. Um, But I don't give a fuck. I was flying a plane today and I felt really confident and I know that I'm going to get that worked out. I, I didn't have those problems yesterday in the other Cessna. 
Uh, part of that might have been the instructor and the way they were instructing me, or it might just have been the plane and, and the conditions. I have no idea. Uh, me being distracted because of the, you know, the beauty of the world around me. No, I'm kidding. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But they weren't pretty landings. Most of them were on the center line, but they just weren't, they just weren't great. You know, um, my takeoffs got better today and just everything. Like she got a little bit strict with me as far as, um, holding certain heading, uh, being like really, uh, cognizant about what heading that I'm at, like climbing out of the, off of the runway and like, you know, not creeping in on my downwind and not creeping in on my base and, you know, like really keeping me accountable for that, which I was just being sloppy the last couple of times and, or not even really realizing how important it was, I guess, as part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I knew it was important, you know, on your climb out of there, obviously. Uh, but yeah, I just, it's weird because, and you know it, like that runway is straight north and south, but the, all of the roads around there and all of the lines of houses are not. And it's really uh, kind of this like visual mind fuck when you turn. Yeah, the crosswind is, you think <laughs> that you need to turn more than you should. Yeah, yeah, it's a really it weird. It me up every time. Yeah, it's like, why couldn't they build the houses at the same you know, angle is the runway. It's rude. So that was my thinking. (laughs) So I got really good at that. And, um, you know, I, I didn't struggle as much, um, with the going past my pattern altitude yesterday. I, I didn't level out at my pattern altitude even once before I, I overshot it. And today I didn't have that problem at all. So, I mean, like little minor things. Mm -hmm. Um, And then she was really harping on me about my pre-landing checklist and trying to get me to really go over the stuff that feels redundant as hell. Like, I get it. I get it. Everything is redundancy in flying. But like, you know, by the eighth time that I'm checking to make sure that my fuel prime is still in and locked when I haven't fucking touched it in over an hour. It was just like, and, and oh, do we still have our seatbelts on? <laughs> you know, what is it called? The sea gumps? Uh, you know, just the checklist. Mm-hmm. So it was just funny. And she goes, I know it's annoying, you know, especially when you're just staying in the pattern, practicing landings. But, you, you know, she's she's very much in tune with the fact that I'm going to be taking tests soon. And this isn't about just learning to fly. It's also passing a test. And so I, I really appreciate that. Cause I learn, I learn well like that. Um, and you know what else I appreciate about Krista? She laughs at my jokes and we both crack each other up. Um, I mean, when I'm nervous, I fucking joke around and I laugh and I, I wasn't nervous today, but like, that's just my nature. And so she, she laughs at my jokes and it's, it's so special. <laughs> And I love it where Nathan's sometimes just kind of like, like this old, this old lady, this old lady, (laughs) I can't wait till I'm done being a CFI. I mean, he just, he humors me, but like, I feel like Krista thinks I'm funny and it's good. I like that. (laughs) Uh, And there was a a funny moment. I, I don't know, like Nathan roasted me on the radio today, actually. And I can't remember what I said exactly to get roasted. 
but I think he was trying to draw out the fact that I called out that I was turning left final because I think he goes what direction final like just like fucking Uh. fucking with me (laughs) like and it made me second guess like did I just forget to say runway 18 final approach or did I say left final and he was just roasting me and I appreciated that actually that was that was freaking cool and then I you know this is no really big deal at all but um a couple times on my patterns the last several lessons I have taken my base a little bit too long and today I had a situation where a helicopter was coming in and they were coming in on final for the taxiway and so I mean I'm on my base like facing this helicopter and it became really apparent in that moment, like, ah, oh, this is why you don't overshoot your final or uh, don't take your base long, you know, like I knew it. But when you're dealing with all this other shit, like pulling power and making sure your pitch is right and and then you're uh, dealing with the flapometer thing, it's like I had a couple times where the base just went too long and like, oh, shit. So Anyway, seeing the helicopter right there, and obviously I heard him well before I saw him, it was uh, it was a good little lesson learned. And man, I just, I got to the ground. I was so stoked, dude. I can't believe, I'm still tripping out on the fact that I'm flying an airplane. And I, You are flying an airplane. Yeah, I, like, and I understand what to do. I feel like if I had to steal an airplane right now, like if you and I had to get the fuck out of here and we were going to go steal an airplane. I think we could get at least to the point where we need gas. <laughs> <laughs> you got it, Bonnie. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I feel good. Or if if somebody had a heart attack uh, and I was in the right seat. You could fly him to the to the hospital and... And drop them off. And drop them off. And then keep going. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm so stoked. I feel like I've learned a new language. I feel like I've learned a new skill. I am only at about 10 hours, so I'm a baby, baby, baby. I still have a shit ton of studying to do. There's so much I don't know, but uh, I, I like, I, it's clicked now. I got, I got. You know, enough it. to be dangerous. That's it. Yes. So I'm stoked. Um, what do we still have? Like two more uh, weeks of lessons planned. Yeah. And the other news is that uh, it's 2.11 p.m. And in an hour and 20 minutes, you have your medical examination with a, what are they called? AME. Yeah, an AME. So we're going to find out whether Nick gets, what what, well, this, what the status is of that. So I think we're going to, let's chat when you get home and we'll add it to the end of this. Just, we'll make it short. Okay. All right. See you guys in a few hours. Okay, so you're back from your medical exam. Yep, it went just about the way I thought it was going to go. <laughs> and uh, did you get your med? You didn't get your med. No, of course no. not. Okay. Yeah, so I have to get a, a soda, which is a statement of demonstrated ability. I'm going to have to see an FAA person, and I'm going to have to show them that I can control the plane. So exactly what that means, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if they're going to like have to come out and get in the plane, and I'm going to have to fly with them, or if they'll take the doctor's, you know, like the doctor says, that's hey, good enough. Or, or if or, they'll call EFI. Or, yeah, who, who knows? I don't know exactly what happens, but we have to check that box. So what that box, what exactly I'm going to have to do is to be determined. So uh, I hope bas- it happens quick because I've heard that the 
FAA is working from home during COVID. Yeah, so. who fucking knows? So the doctor said, check in with him in two weeks if I haven't heard anything, and he'll call the FAA and he'll start, you know, making some noise for me. The doctor was really cool. He's super on my side. He's an old pilot. Uh, he doesn't fly anymore, but he he flew in the military. He's um, a helicopter pilot and a, and a private pilot, and um, he just kind of got out of flying because life happened. But anyways, really cool guy. Um, he's doesn't see any issues with me getting my medical. Cool. He says I just it just might take a little bit to make it happen. Cool. So yeah, um, the the exam was pretty mellow. I mean, pretty simple. Just piss in a cup. Make sure I don't have a heart or I have a heartbeat. Make sure that um, I can see. You know, check my eyes. <laughs> It was all that. I mean, it was no big deal. And when it was done, I was like, damn, I could have just worn pants and you probably wouldn't have even known. And he's like, (laughs) yeah, you're probably right. Uh, He goes, but if you ever had any kind of issue, you know, and if you ever, yeah, if the FAA found out or if you ever had any issues, like it would be a a, a real problem. And Mm. you're, if you had like a, you know, some kind of insurance claim, like a plane crash or whatever, and the insurance found out that you fudged that, they probably wouldn't even cover you. So damn, it would be kind of a dumb thing to do. So anyways, this is pretty much what we thought was going to happen. And, um, it did. So I guess it is what it is. Shit happens, man. That's part of being a crip. You don't, you don't, <laughs> you don't roll by the same rules. So. But you still have a lot of learning to do, yeah. and it's not that big of a deal as of now. I just don't get to do my solos, so I think that's basically just a confidence builder, anyway. So I don't really give a fuck. I'm just gonna keep moving forward. I have a lot of studying to do. There's still a ton of learning to. Fl- I mean, yeah. I cleared for solo means I can take the plane off flying the pattern and land it's not like i can go do anything too exciting so yeah true whatever okay well yeah. i have my appointment next week yeah and uh You'll looks, get... it looks like i'm gonna be soloing before you oh you will dee dee all right we're flying tomorrow at one yep see ya